get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, dude? What up, dude? Welcome to the 37th installment of the Wonder Podcast, and it's been a while. Yeah, did y'all miss us? All, y'all? all three and a half of y'all <laughs> and shit. So, through scheduling conflicts and shit, we've been away for a little bit. Uh, I think it's what, it's been two two weeks? I think so. Well, the one week was uh, Super Bowl, and then... Uh, I started slaving for the man again, and so my Sunday nights are are uh, spent at work. So we had to figure out a day that uh, would be good for both of us. Since Sundays were really ideal, since he worked late and I didn't work, um, <laughs> but I'm back collecting checks for the man, and so I work a shitty schedule um, in the the. The land of plants and factories, they call it a C-shift, where you work four days, um, two of those days are day shift, and two of the days is night shift, so. They call it C-shift, because then you get to see how fucked up your life is. I, I really think that's <laughs> it, though. I really think that's it. So, Friday, Friday and Saturdays, I work 6 a.m. to supposedly the 4 a.m., 6, no, take that back, start over. So, You're willing to get fired now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. And then that's Friday and Saturday. Then Sunday and Monday I work 5.30 p.m. to 4 a.m. Although that's 10 hours. And I haven't seen 10 hours yet because I've been working over as a mandatory overtime, which is bullshit. <laughs> so, whatever. This you know, is, uh, do you have like a healthy mix of people who are like all about the overtime and then people who don't want no part of it. Yeah. Yeah, like for instance, it's a girl that um that works in the area I work in and she's like fuck that shit. She don't even like to work the mandatory little hour that we have. But then you got the dirty niggas in other departments <laughs> that Damn, are clean niggas. Man, it, it, it's like <laughs> it reminded me of like it reminded me of jail, dog. <laughs> So the black ink crew. Yeah, it was like it was was like dirty is the new nigga. Like I don't know, (laughs) man. I just dirty is the new nigga. Like it's man. I don't know, man. It's so they every day they they put this sheet up on this board where you could sign up to do overtime, and it's like you would think they've given away like chicken and Hennessy. All the niggas is like there signing up for for overtime during the week, um, and depending on what days or whatever. And so it's it's real archaic as far as their process. They put all these pieces of paper on the board. People sign up, or if they got their name on there, you write which priority of days you want to do or shift because it's not one certain. Since it's three different shifts, they you know you write a number which is you know priority of then. Maybe an hour later, they come back with a clean piece of paper showing who got the overtime. Mm-hmm. That's like, and then it, they, but then they have like monitors that show stuff all over the world, so different stuff. Like, why don't we just put monitors there 
where it just shows up there. So no one has to do all that bullshit. It's They'll be up in there making waves. Why y'all niggas ain't got riders? <laughs> right, right, right. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I don't know, man. It's just it's just crazy. But it's a planned job. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I've done it. <sighs> yeah, I did it before for some years, man. But this place is uh, it's just a lot bigger. And it's just... The nigga, the nigga factor, the nigga factor is just so high. I don't know, man. It's just, yeah, yeah. They got to work on their overtime so they can mismanage their money and uh, buy expensive cars and uh, big ass TVs old, with the income tax checks. Old, old cars with big rims and yeah. Dude, I see this one guy. He comes into work every day, and I've been there three days. Every day for lunch with a big ass bucket of KFC. Every fucking day. A bucket a day? A bucket a day. Every time I've seen him get out the car, either he's coming in with a bucket of chicken a day, or he had a bucket of chicken one day, and he's been using it as his lunchbox for the other two days. <laughs> one of the two. I don't know yet. Because I've never seen him eat. I hope it's a lunchbox, because that's funny, dog. It would be pretty interesting. from a nigga who's like... Totally wasting money to being exceptionally frugal. Yeah, that's like, yeah, I don't get it. Like, you know, I don't I know which one. This. But I never see him because the lunches, the lunches vary, so I never get a chance to actually see him eat it. But uh, I've seen him get out the car. That bitch probably packed full of bologna sandwiches. <laughs> nah, that, that shit. Hot dogs just sitting in there. Like with no two, lunch. two or three days. I only worked th- three days this week because I started. Uh, so bucket of spaghetti, nigga. Right, exactly. <laughs> so two of the days I brought leftovers, and then one day I ended up picking up Mexican. But yeah, it's just I don't know. But yeah, they be pissed off when they don't get... Because I guess all these people sign up, but everybody doesn't get overtime. So I go to the bathroom one time, and I hear these guys in there, man, fuck this regular hour, regular 40-hour check, man. I need my overtime, blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking like, man, I'm just ready to get the fuck up out of here, dude. I don't want to see you or your overtime or your punk-ass old car with big rims and <laughs> fake Cardies and... Yeah. Yeah, so... But, you know, it, it kind of happened so fast... I found out, like, I went to the staffing agency to uh, find out, you know, uh, what kind of jobs I could get, try to get some help with my resume. That was on a Tuesday. No, I'm sorry, that was on a Wednesday. They called me, as soon as I left, saying you had a job opportunity, go interview on Thursday. Go interview on Thursday. Uh, had to take a, a piss test there. Then, at the warehouse or at the staffing place? Either way, it's suspect. But, uh. <laughs> Actually, no, I take that back. This is t- it started on Tuesday. I went to the staffing. I went to the uh, Michigan Works. I went there Tuesday. I went to the interview Wednesday. Took a piss test there. This is at the at a Northwest Activity Center. <laughs> oh man, that's a bad <coughs> sign already. Well, they do. A, they have a Michigan Works office there. Oh, okay. So the staffing place came there. Uh, Took the piss test, I, I, and they—I guess they—they they check it there. So the girl took the cup from me, went in this room, and came back like, "Oh, you good? Go tomorrow. Go on Thursday. Tomorrow. Go tomorrow." So I go on Thursday. I take a test. I had to take a a, a driving test because I drive a high low. Took a driver high low test. I got it, and then they was like, "Cool, uh, you got the job, but we won't know when you start, so we'll call you tomorrow." Call you on, they call me in the day Friday and tell me I started Saturday morning at 6 a.m. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of how my last two weeks have been. My last two weeks have been uneventful. The end. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, so we got... Like, like, not nary a thing to uh, 
to discuss over my uh, over my last two weeks. Um, I feel like I should, but I don't know. I took Michael to the Winter Blast. How was that? I really wanted to, wanted it, to go. It was cool, man. The thing was, they had did you had, you know they had this big ass snow slide, right? Yeah. And the slide was like really high up. Like it was it was like it was higher high. than the giant slide. Not higher than the giant slide, but the close. Like oh, maybe man. like it's not as high as the giant slide, but of that kind of proportions. Okay. And it was pretty steep too. Like there was a lot of kids who got up there, saw how high up it was, and was like, "Fuck this!" and started crying and went back down the steps. The problem with it was when we went, like the day wasn't that the day wasn't that cold, but at night when we went, what was it? It was maybe like six or seven o'clock. It was like really cold, and then the line to get on this thing was insanely long. It was like a fucking Cedar Point line. I was uh-huh. in line for like 30, 40 minutes. Okay. And like freezing ass cold. In front of me, I had a white dude who was drunk already. And this motherfucker is... There was a family in front of him and me and Michael behind him. The motherfucker pulled out a cigarette and started smoking. I'm just like, man, there's kids around you, dog. Why is you smoking? And I wanted to like, I wanted to say something. I'm like, man, I ain't trying to get... I ain't trying to get in no shit up at this... Up in here, especially when my company sponsors it. So I'm like, I need to behave. But he's smoking. He's just blowing the smoke wherever the fuck. And then I did get mad. I was like, man, what the fuck? And I'm like, I'm like audibly, I'm like, what the fuck? You know, get mad and moving Michael out the way. Then behind me, I got these three fat black women who was like mad ghetto and stupid. Like, I'm just hearing like dumb nigga conversation and shit. Like at one point, one of them said, I just want me a cell phone with a cheap bill and unlimited Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, I made that face. Unlimited Wi-Fi. Unlim- and then I was like, hey, unlimited. Uh, wait, so okay, just continue. I I, I hold my thoughts. I'll, I'll hold I thought you know maybe she just maybe she just messed up at that moment. But then she repeated it again. And unlimited said, unlimited Wi Fi. Unlimited Wi Fi. Yeah, like bitch, you don't even need a phone for unlimited Wi Fi. <laughs> unlimited Wi Fi. Yeah, but this this is the caliber of person who was behind me. So I had drunk smoking white man in front of me and ignorant niggas behind me. I was like, man. This- and I was like, I said, and then I'm freezing. So I'm like, this is ridiculous. Michael, like, when Michael's old enough to appreciate what I did for him that night, I'm going to rub it in his face. <laughs> like, you know the shit I put you through. Unlimited Wi-Fi. <laughs> and me and him have been reading uh, comic books lately. Uh, like, I on. downloaded uh, comic books onto my phone. Like, classic stories. So we've been reading this. We just finished last night the Civil War story that Marvel's about to incorporate into their, into the remaining movies. Okay. So it starts up with the next Captain America movie, which is called Civil War, and it's probably going to play out throughout the course of uh, up to the next Avengers movie, the, the last Avengers movie, I should say. So we 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 finished that yesterday, so that's been cool. Oh, that's what's up. He's but, enjoying them though. Yeah, he liked it. He liked it. He he was excited. I was trying to explain to him the importance of Marvel getting the rights to Spider Man and being able to use Spider Man in the uh, in their in their Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he was like. I told him I was like I can explain it to you, but you you don't want to you're not gonna get it. He was like, no, tell me, tell me. So I told him he's like, I don't get it. So, <laughs> and then right when I explained the concept to him, the next morning, Marvel and Sony worked out a deal for Spider Man. So and then later that day, I saw a story that said Spider Man's gonna they're gonna introduce Peter Parker in the next Captain America movie. I'm like, holy shit, this is about to go down. And I couldn't even really relate to him how important that was, but. It's still cool to talk to him about it, and he cares to some degree. Well, that's cool, dude. I, 
I mean, it's it's rare to have a, a you know a kid his age that will really be able to internalize that. So it's cool that he's interested. So, so uh, this week we had like a really it was like a month ago now, but we had a really good a well received episode that was themed uh, where we asked y'all to send us your uh, what was it? What was the theme? Uh, shit you don't like? No, it was. <laughs> it's usually stuff I don't like. I don't remember what the theme was, but man, what was it? Now you got me looking because you might I'm as well ha- look. It's probably I'm, only like two, two or three episodes. Because I'm ha- two or three episodes ago for the theme for this one. No, the theme for the last time we did a theme where all we talked about was the oh, one thing. Oh, think it's unpopular opinions or yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, the unpopular opinions episode. So like that one was like really well received. So I figured we could do another theme for this week, and I don't know how I came up on it, but I mean, well, I know how I came up on it because that's all I really think about is <laughs> motherfuckers that I can't stand. So uh, the theme for t- today's episode is um, uh, a type of person that you can't stand. So we asked asked people to submit types of people that they can't stand. I kept a running list. They got fairly long over the course of the last yeah, week or so. I could imagine. Uh, so yeah, that's the that's the thing for today. I don't know. Should we start? Well, for one, do you have any? Um, no. It's like I saw some that people were saying. I was kind of agreeing. But I really had none that was that was stand stand out. But I definitely wanted to get all our our reader views out. Then I probably have a few, but I didn't really have too much that. I, okay, so we can start with. Uh, Start with some of the stuff that we got submitted, which was pretty much all submitted within the last hour or so. Right. That's funny is how that works and shit. We've been going for two weeks and we get all of them like the day of. But we got a lot, so uh, we got a lot to go over. And I, I'm going to kind of rush through the uh, the submitted ones just because I got so many. And you know I'm passionate about my shit, so. <laughs> and I, we have got a lot of people who say they like when I like rant and go off on, go off on people and shit, so we'll see how that goes. So, uh, do you have the uh, mentions for the podcast uh, up on your phone? Pulling them up now. I figure we can maybe go back and forth reading them. Alright. I did an update, uh, Android update, and my Twitter is so weird. I go to different accounts. So oh, fucked up. Alright. Damn, they do go back. Shit. Yeah. Alright, where you want to start? And I'll just uh, piggyback. Alright, so uh, the first one we got was from a new listener, actually, who um, he started following us based off of a tweet from um, I'm trying to, let me see if I can find her Twitter name, because I'm not sure what it is. I feel like it's changed or something like that. I don't want to say jealous envy. It's something like that, but I don't want to like butcher her name. Yeah, I don't want to fuck up her name. She actually is a good fan. Right, yeah, (laughs) so I don't want to fuck up her name, but let me see if I can. Okay, it's jealous once envy. So it's jealous, but instead of with an S in jealous, it's a Z. And then one, the number one, S, and then envy. So instead of a Z, I mean, instead of an S in jealous, it's a Z. And then instead of ones, like spelled out, it's a one and an S, and then envy. No underscores, no spaces, nothing like that. So she, I guess from a retweet, retweet from her, uh, this one dude started following us. He's uh, at Mr. Bully 404 I don't know what 404 is. I mean, I'm assuming it's an area code for a city. But when I think of 404, I think of that internet page error. <laughs> like, right. <yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> like Mr. 404, like Mr. Internet Air. How do I know I thought that was Atlanta, man? I think that's three oh is that three oh four? No, that's Ho. Yeah, that's Ho. But that's <laughs> I don't know, man. But, yeah, that's uh, Atlanta. Oh, four oh four, so maybe his four oh four is in Atlanta because he I well, I don't know. Did it say where he's from? I thought he was like in New England. You did have on Patriots gear, but I mean shit. That don't mean anything. <laughs> That's actually one of my people I don't people I can't stand uh, yeah. people. Not Patriots fans, but people who are from somewhere else, but then fans of other teams. Like teams from other than the city that they're from. No, but the, he likes the Red Wings though. Okay, so you one of the people I don't <laughs> like, <bro. laughs> No, I'm looking through his uh his his um his bio, because I had to click his page. Oh, yeah. It said, so, yeah, you, my nigga, you one of the people I don't like. So, you, uh, you <laughs> got the, Team Patriots, but, but, Team Dodgers, Team Seminoles, Team Knicks, Team Red Wings. So, you got New England, L.A., Florida, New York, and Detroit. <laughs> You're all over the place, man. But Where we are you thank, actually but, from? But we still thank you for listening. Yeah, we thank um, you for listening. Uh, but the Red, Wing, the, the, Red, <laughs> the Red Wings are so weird. I, 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 I would have never guessed the Red Wings, though. I wonder where he's from, though. His now, location say Alabama. Now, Ifala, is that a real... Damn. A real what? Place? You? Oh, you follow Alabama? I don't know. But Alabama don't have no... I guess I could give you a pass if your, if your place don't have any professional teams for your state. Like, Alabama don't got no professional sports teams in any, any sport, do they? Who? Alabama. Like... As far as I think Alabama, yeah. Alabama only got the college team, like the college teams, the college Alabama teams are are you know huge, but like they don't have any professional sports teams, do they? In any sport, not that I could think. I don't of. think so. That is Efala. That is a city in Alabama. Yeah, so I mean, I guess I can give him a pass since if he's from a place that has no professional teams, but at the same time, if you're from Alabama, how are you not an Alabama? Yeah, uh, he, that's not listed like, enough. Yeah, he, and he got Team Seminole, so you Florida State, <laughs> but you in Alabama, like. Man, well, your friends must not fuck with you at all. 2010, man. they had a population of 13,000. Ooh, shit. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, Mr. Bully 404, you all over the place. I guess I'll be talking about you later when I talk about some people who from all over the place. He might still be slaves down there. I'm, <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm, look, I'm looking at their Wikipedia page. <laughs> he ain't got no choice. Like, he, he just a fan of whatever team the white man tell him to be a fan of. <laughs> like, I'll I be whatever you say, Massa. Uh, but I, I'll take back my slander, though. I see you say you love music and comic books, so... Okay. Um, I fuck with you on the comic book shit. But anyway, we've been ranting on this. Not ranting, but going off on I'm the reading the, uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the, wiki, the wiki page. I thought... And it's funny, I thought it's it, a wiki page for his city? Yeah. I, and I thought it said something different, but I, <laughs> I thought I was going to say, by August 1965, cotton shipping. Like, in 1965, <laughs> like, y'all still had cotton shipping out of that bitch? <laughs> But that's 1865. Oh. <laughs> 1965. 1965. <laughs> oh, the minute you ask, can you do me a solid, niggas is nowhere to be found. Sounds like family. I should go to mid-lab. Yeah, that do sound like family. That sounds uh, like, just I, like family. That's not a... Like, for me, that's not a big pet peeve of mine simply because I don't experience that. Just because I hate asking for favors. 
So like I've never been in that position of where, hey, I just did you a favor. Now I need a favor from you. What's up? I never am at a, I need a favor from you. Like I hardly ever ask for help or favors from anybody other than like like really the only people I ever ask for favors are my fiance and I barely ask her and my mom. And that's like it. So like I don't really have nobody like that. So I can't really relate to that one. But I know that's definitely something that's prevalent in the nigga community. Right. So I don't know. Do you have any feelings about that? No, I mean I feel I'm kind of like you though. I I hate to really ask people stuff, but I think though I think kind of going with that, you know, I feel like I do a lot of stuff for like people, and I just feel like they never offer to do anything, even if it's not act, just a gesture of how you doing, what anything I can do for you, you know, just don't. You know. But see you, but I think this one, I figure I would figure this one would hit for you though because I know people always ask you for help moving shit because you got a truck. So I know you get you must you get asked for favors. I get asked for favors. I just don't ever get it's never reciprocated. Like no one ever says you know whatever. Yeah. Hey Doug, you uh you need any help with something? Yeah, you know uh yeah nothing. Nah. But if I did have to deal with that, that would that would get on my nerves. Yeah, I, sure. I feel it. I, I definitely understand this frustration with that. So. So then, uh, Gardenau sent us. It was two tweets, but it was like ten different types of people she don't like. Right? She she don't like a lot of people. Yeah. She, I mean, yeah. Well, again, we're we're alike in that way. Right. Twinsies. So <laughs> she put people with no sense of humor, rude people who push in, people who are not courteous, and people who don't acknowledge courtesies. Then people who bully others, people who are cruel to animals, people who don't think for themselves, and people who are unnecessarily noisy. Now, um, nobody likes a person with no sense of humor. But the one, I don't know what she, when she said rude people who push in, I don't know what she means by push in, but. I'm something like pride or. Okay, like nosy. Yep, I'm guessing, maybe. But when she put push in, it reminded me of something that I've noticed lately that irritates me. And I don't know if I put it in my list, but like I've noticed this a lot at work lately is people who, who are waiting for the elevator, right? And when the doors open, they immediately start to get in without waiting to see if people are coming out. And like that's been irritating me a lot lately. When I'm in the elevator, and I'm trying to you know doors open. I'm trying to come out, and already it's like motherfuckers is trying to push their way in. Like he calm your stupid ass down. Like you realize that it's an option that people might be coming off of this motherfucker. Like, like why are you? Why are you just in so much of a rush to you just abandoning all courtesy? And she said people who are not courteous, people who don't acknowledge courtesies. And people who don't acknowledge courtesies, that's a big one of mine, too. Like, <laughs> you always see women posting memes about how chivalry is dead and shit. Bitch, when I hold the door for you and you just walk your stank monkey ass through and don't say shit, <laughs> that's why you end up with doors in your face. Like, there's too many... I mean, I see this at work so much, too, with women, dog, who will, like, get the door held open for them and just walk on through. And I always say that I'm going to reach a point someday where I just start, like, saying something... Like you're welcome. Yeah, like, I, you know, I, try I, I never do it, but like I feel like I'm all, I'm always like real close to that point. And somebody might catch me on the wrong day when I'm gonna do that shit because I can't stand that shit, man. And then turn around like all oh, these niggas out here so rude. They ain't got no courtesy. They ain't got no chivalry. Oh, I I encountered one today. Like you don't know how to say thank you, no, but we no. but we the ones without courtesy. So you took driver's training. I, however many, maybe what, 16 years ago probably? <laughs> I don't know. I actually started driving late. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't get my, I got my license at 18, not 16. 
Okay, two fucking so, years. Yeah. I mean, but I mean that's that's late when you when you like it's not a big deal in retrospect, but like at the time when everybody else, because in Detroit, what I've always told people from outside of Detroit is that we're the Motor City. We're big on cars. Everybody at sixteen got a car and a license because that's just how it is here. Like in other cities, that's not a big deal, but here. When you hit 16, you're trying to get that license, you're trying to get that car. So by the time I was 18, everybody I fucked with already had a license and a car. So I had a license at 16, but shit. I didn't have no fucking uh, uh, car until shit, 1920, maybe 21. So yeah, it was, it wasn't, but yeah. So I asked you about that because I swear every time there's a fucking light out in the city, motherfuckers do not understand the whole four way stop thing. Oh man, I got something about that. I was just today. I just <laughs> went today. Oh fucking Warren and Southfield, dog. It, it 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 doesn't help that I'm so close to Dearborn that every fucking body in Dearborn cannot drive. That nationality of folks, all so in masses. They just used to ride camels. Dog. They used to have in cars. Man, that shit's crazy, dog. I lot on getting cars, dog. <laughs> I'm gonna say whatever the fuck. <laughs> like we ain't recorded it too long for me to be saying safe shit. <laughs> oh, Kogan, we coming for you, nigga. <laughs> right. Oh, ISIS ass motherfucker driving, <laughs> driving through lights. <laughs> That'd be some crazy shit to shout at somebody they, they don't know how to stop the stop sign. No, it's you just, old ISIS motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would just keep going fast as hell. You come home with your fucking house is on fire before you even get there and shit. Right, they got probably got the most advanced fucking bombing systems in Dearborn. But, dog, they just did not fucking drive right, dog. And, and you get to the light. So, I mean, ideally what's supposed to happen is the one the one, one person who gets there first or, you know, let them go, then opposite set traffic goes. And just keep, you got three cars trying to go on one turn. And, oh, I hate that shit, dog. Like, that shit is almost like that shit was not, not taught. God damn. Yeah, we've had issues downtown where I work with a lot of uh, lights being out. And, yeah, it's like people will go through in groups. Like, three, four cars in a row will go through. And then three, four. And then you always got that one motherfucker who sit there and let them. Like, if you start to go, people, other people will usually stop when they see you start to go. But you got that, you got that one motherfucker who just sit there and let, like, four fucking cars go through. Man, I hate that shit, dog. I swear I hate that shit. Yeah, I, I, man, I, I don't, and I, I had the same issue with like, uh, like four way stops, like people just don't know how to operate. Yeah, I, I can't stand this. I got a lot of driving related ones. <laughs> I can't just say bad drivers. I have specific driving nuances that irritate the fuck out of me. Yeah, that, that, that's definitely one of them for me, though. Definitely one of them for me. Yeah. So, uh, and one of one of the ones you need said people who are unnecessarily noisy. That irks me too. I don't like people who just got to be loud for no fucking reason. I always feel like they're trying to make sure that all the attention and focus is on them. And I don't really respect people who feel like, who just need all eyes to be on them. Like, you just value other people's attention that damn much. And I feel like that's what prompts unnecessarily noisy people. So you want to read another one? Uh, You can read uh, Aisha's. Uh, hers is. Say her at name too. So Aisha's at name is say it like that, and one of she did a few I think. Yeah, she ran off three tweets in a row. Uh, people who smack their food, people who cough into their hands, and people who don't wash their hands properly. 
I know you. We've experience. already we've already covered the white. You experienced that one, so yeah. People who don't wash their hands properly, aka white people. So <laughs> basically, so Aisha don't like white people, <laughs> like, right? So anybody want to tweet at say it like this? Who's white? She don't like you. She, she's not a fan because you the, don't wash your hands. Of the whites. <laughs> yeah, I watch people that at work too. That's another thing too, man. Fuckers don't wash their hands. Just leave out the bathroom. That's why I don't even. I, I either I remember once I think they ran out of paper towels, so it was like a hand dryer. But then they got to pull a door. So I ended up using my long sleeve. That's why I always wear long sleeve to work. So yeah. I could pull my sleeve to grab the fucking door. Fuck so nasty ass fucks. Oh, that shit gets on my nerves. I've, I've learned so much, like since I've been working at my current job, and I see it so much that I become extra paranoid with like shaking somebody's hand or something like that. Like, if I shake somebody's hand, I go back to my desk and hit the hand sanitizer. I'm like, say, can you listen where you have to shake people's hands? I don't. Well, I don't because I don't work with the clients directly. So I don't have to. But, like, like for instance, like a new dude started this week. And, like, they got me. They usually have me kind of, like, either training new people or assisting in the training or as a mentor to somebody new. So when they put this new guy, he was in my in my area. So they introduced me to him. So, you know, I shook his hand. You do, you meet somebody new, you shake their hand. And then, like, I was, you know, perfectly fine. It's like I stared at my hand while I was talking to him. But, like, I shook his <laughs> hand and then I went back to my desk and was like, two pumps on the uh, hand stay, sanitizer. Stay and, right here, like, this motherfucker got, got yeah, dick cells. Yeah, I got dick cells in my fucking hand. And this is distracting me when I'm trying to talk to him. But, yeah, so, yeah, y'all already know how I feel about people who don't wash their hands. But she, actually, she specifically said who don't wash their hands properly. Oh, well. Like, I wonder what that means in general, like, for her. Like, how do you know, though? Yeah, I don't watch that closely. Like, this nigga only washes his hands for two seconds yeah. instead of five. Uh, like, I don't know what the... Well, the water not warm enough. Right. Like, totally how, do you lather and let it sit? Maybe, yeah, maybe they didn't use soap. Like, they just, like, just used, just ran their hands under the water and left. So you read the one about the public restrooms. Oh, did, did no. oh no. Okay, so her other one is... People who talk on the phone in public restrooms, people who don't respect personal space, people who use fillers in conversations. Like, the one she said about on the phone in public restrooms, I don't encounter that. I don't think I've ever encountered that. Somebody on the phone in the bathroom. But, again, to take it back to the other one, I hate when people do that in elevators. I don't know why. I don't really have a reason for it. it I don't know why, but it just bothers me when somebody's <laughs> on, their phone, on their phone in the elevator. Really? Yeah, because it's such close quarters, and I'm like, I really don't want to hear your conversation. Like, I don't know. I just feel weird about that. I don't know. I never, I've never had an opportunity to use the phone in the elevator, because usually I get shitty service in the elevators. That's the thing. Because of that, if for whatever reason I was on the phone, which is rare enough as it is, but I'm also on the phone getting into an elevator, I'm going to just be like, yeah, I'm getting into an elevator. I'll call you back when I get out. I mean, I'd use that as a lie to not be on the phone no more. Phone, like, I'm about to get to an elevator. Like, I thought you was in your car. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. I pulled up to an elevator. To the car. To the, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and uh, people who don't respect personal space, I've had that issue at work too. Like, there's this one person who's like totally, like, has no clue. And she will, like, get extraordinarily close to you and then will, like, touch you or something like that. And then she had, like, a really fucking bad cough, but then was still be getting too close to people and shit. And we had, like, a bug that went around for, like, two weeks where everybody was getting this real badass cough. And then she was making it sound like it didn't start with her. She was like, oh, that, no, I wasn't sick. It was just my asthma or something like that. Like Yo, asthma. Like, bitch, so you only had asthma for two days? Like, 
get the fuck out of here. Like, you've been here for, like, six months, and you ain't never coughed. And then you was coughing, like, hard as fuck for, like, a couple of days. And then saying that, making the song it was something normal. Maybe she caught bronchitis, like, uh, uh, what was the chick that saw the fire? Oh, uh, oh, yeah, uh, sweet, sweet, something, sweet, 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 sweet brown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she did. Uh, I don't know, but she, whatever the fuck she had, even if we say it was asthma, when well, she gave asthma to everybody else who destiny getting too close to. So That's everybody, ended up, other people around me ended up with coughs and shit, and she never came up to me during that point, but if she, if she had, I would have had to check her. Like, know, don't come over here with that shit. He had to stop and put your hand on the face. Like, no. <laughs> right on her forehead. Like, no. <laughs> Freeze! <laughs> Man. <laughs> I'm thinking of that shit from Fresh Prince. There was some time Carlton did that where he caught, like, Will making out with a girl or uh, something like that. He just came and was like, Freeze! That's <laughs> so I would want to hit her with that. So Stop right there. The last one that Aisha has is people who talk for the sake of talking. Silence can be comfortable. Yeah, I'm not up for filler just talking just for the sake of. You don't have to have a conversation sometimes. Man, I've, I've been preaching that for so long. Like, man, you you do not have to talk to me. Like, especially in the elevator. I don't know why elevators have been the theme of this episode so far, but especially in elevators, man, people want to be like, yeah, so blah, 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 and start talking. I'm like, man, you can just not talk. Like, silence might be uncomfortable to you, but it's not uncomfortable to me. We don't have to talk. Right. We're not even going to be in here that long. Yeah, when I prepping for the podcast, we have like major moments of silence just prepping and shit. We just sit here, it'd be a good two Reading minutes somebody saying shit. shit. Right. Like, you don't have to talk shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of silences and I, I, I'm not necessarily a fan of uncomfortable silences, but an uncomfortable silence to me is not, it has to be. <laughs> Like, uh, uncomfortable silence to everybody else is not uncomfortable to me. It has to be extreme levels before it's uncomfortable to me. Right. Like, all of a sudden, everybody's talking, everybody's having a good time, and then all of a sudden, nobody's saying anything. That's an uncomfortable silence to me. Like, we were all just having a real good conversation. There's like eight of us, and we all just having a good conversation and laughing, and all of a sudden, everybody's quiet. Well, you had to do a phone check, that's so that's weird. probably it. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably what it was. Checking tweets and shit. Right. That's somewhat uncomfortable. And it's not even uncomfortable, it's just weird. But yeah, I'm yeah, I'm a big fan of silence. Big fan. So do you want to read the next ones? Yeah, uh at my name is Jamma tweeted uh, attention horrors, aka the Kanye West syndrome, and needy motherfuckers. Uh well we will come back to the Kanye West shit. Because okay. I got a lot to say about that one. Okay. So, we'll, we'll come back to attention whore. Well, we can kind of talk about attention whores if you got something to say about that. But, like, specifically Kanye West, I got something to say about that. Uh, I'm not a big fan of attention uh, whores. Uh, it's nothing I encounter a lot, though, because I think I... What you looking for? That. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I think I, I pick my friends, associates, family, as far as who I deal with, pretty good. And so... I don't... I'm not around people like that. So... But, you know, when you're in a public where you have to deal with people at work or people you don't want to deal with, you have to deal with, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to avoid stuff like that. But... Yeah. We're drinking this shit called Cask and Smoke Whiskey. And, um... It's a little stronger than normal whiskey. But, man, this shit is mad smooth. I like it a lot. And it's like... 
It says on the on the on the bottle. It says age eighteen months in American white oak barrels. Nigga, you can taste the barrel in this. Yeah, shit. you really can. And it's not a flaw. It's actually it's good. It's real smooth, and it you could but you could taste like the wood and the barrels. And I don't know for some reason it makes me feel like I should have like a big white beard or something. Like I should look like the KFC nigga or something might, like that. It might be the last time we drink it on the podcast though. Yeah. Uh, my buddy, uh, one of my buddies that bought it, brought it over the day, and we're definitely polishing it off. Yeah, um, but that nigga has, like, Birdman money, <laughs> so, he can, so he can do that. Yeah, so... Uh, we're going to stick with our little nine ninety five bottle of Casper. That we haven't touched yet. Right. <laughs> That's just sitting there chilling. <clears throat> so, shout out to Kessler. Even though they don't fuck with us. Yeah, well, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't done what I need to do to fuck, get them to fuck with us. So that's coming for the year, and I can't wait for the summer, just because I'm tired of this fucking cold. Yeah, me too. Although we've made, the, oh, it's been a good winter. We made the most out of the winter. I mean, we replaced the uh, crickets with a hissing sound, so you know we're giving you sound effects and shit. So I think it would have been harder for us to do this podcast if this had been last winter. Oh fuck no, we could have done it. We couldn't have done it. We couldn't have done it. It was just too it's, fucking cold. Yeah, it's year. undeniable that last winter was probably the worst winter in Michigan history. Yeah, it's not even like it's up for debate. It's it's it was numerical numerical facts. The last winter was the coldest and most snowiest winter in, in Michigan history. So like, I don't think we could have done this last winter. But this winter, by contrast, has been pretty uneventful. Yeah, it's, it's cold, but it's it's regular winter cold. It's been nothing. We had two bad snows, I think, and that's about it. And we're Midway through February, and right, that's it. And usually here in Michigan, winter runs from like October to May. Right, really. <laughs> so it's like so it's we, not that bad. We've been pretty good, so I'm, I'm happy about that. Happy to have a garage that we can actually uh, use as our our uh, what up though studio. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, something. hopefully one day I'll, I'll be able to get a man cave or something like that. We can have like a nice, well heated and ventilated. Room for like podcasting and smoking. That's that's the dream right there. No, the thing is, if we did, if we wasn't cigar smokers, we would be in the house. Yeah, but, true. but I tried uh, was it last was it last weekend? I tried Friday, and I, I man, I, it's, it's not even that far away because today is Wednesday and right, it's Sunday. Thinking, like yeah, it was Friday. <laughs> yeah, it was Friday. Because I was thinking like, what did it a couple days ago? Or was Saturday? Damn. Either way, it was only a few days ago. It was Saturday night. It was Saturday night. I tried, like, I put up, I put up these huge ass, thick ass blankets around doors to keep the smoke from coming through, like, the area of my basement. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I didn't factor in was uh, heat vents. Mm-hmm. Smoke just rose through the heat vents oh. and went upstairs and shit. Still, it was like, fuck. Did you end up having to sleep on the couch? Well, no, uh, family was gone. Oh, 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 oh no, no, no. like cigars. No, because uh, uh, my wife was gone to Ohio for her grandmother's 92nd oh, birthday. Right, right, right. So I had a house to myself. But the next day, I'm like, shit, I need to get this smoke smell out. So I'm going, getting uh, extra strip uh, car- Febreze <laughs> and, and carpet fucking uh, powder. Right. And she didn't say nothing about it. So either she didn't care or she didn't know. I don't know yet. But I'm going to think she didn't know because she would definitely tell me. Speaking of Ohio, before we get to my list. <laughs> uh, Speaking of. Garden now sent us an email asking, it, for, those of, for those of y'all who might be new to the podcast, uh, Garden now is uh, at Garden now is her Twitter name. She's our, uh, I believe, only international 
listener, yep. at least the only one that has made themselves public from Australia. And um, so she's not really familiar with not just Detroit, but with the United States as a whole. And she asked us after listening to the last episode, like, basically, what's so bad about Ohio? Why don't I like Ohio? Let me tell you. <laughs> Ohio is a piece of shit. Ohio is nothing. Like, I think, I think really what it boils down to is it's half the fact that there's a rivalry between, like, I think there's a rivalry between Michigan and Ohio as a whole. But I think it, it stems from the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry in college sports. But it also stems from the fact that Ohio is just awful. It's like just a wasteland. There's, there's nothing... Of, and Ohio has Cedar Point, which in their favor is epic. But that's it. That's it. There's nothing else there. Everything about everything else about Ohio is fuck shit. The, everything that surrounds Cedar Point and the whole rest of the state is garbage. The people from there are garbage. No offense, unless you listen to this podcast, you okay? Everybody else is garbage. Ohio's just awful. And like it's, it's, yeah. I mean, I play it up. I play it up pretty bad just because I just like having a place that has, to me, is worse than here. But <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. Ohio's just trash to me. I can't think of anything good about Ohio other than um, Bone Thugs and Harmony's like Bone, first two albums. Cedar Point and Ohio birthed my wife. And for that, I'm thankful. Other than that, fuck the rest of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, what uh? What else we got? So we did uh, our comments. We talked about Janice in Ohio. Oh, so the Grammys. So you just gonna spring this on me? We didn't talk, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about this at all. I had no idea. Was no, about the you know what? And I purposely didn't say anything because I wanted to get I wanted to get your because we, we haven't really talked about no, it. No, we didn't talk about it at all. So I do that sometimes too, though. Like we'll yeah, he gives me with that shit. So yeah. yeah, and so this is one of the ones I didn't mention, uh, but I wanted to get uh, get you. Know, oh damn, Bob Simon died. Who? The guy from Sixty Minutes. Oh, oh, okay. I just saw that on Twitter. Yeah. Moving on. So back to uh, uh, back to the Grammy. So, what was your take on on Kanye and his interruption? I guess we might. This could transition into my list of people I don't like. Okay. To be fair, I don't dislike Kanye West. I like Kanye West like as an artist for the most part. Well, no, not for the most part. I love Kanye West as an artist. It's probably like one of my favorite artists that there is. My thing with Kanye, man, was like, when, like everybody else, when we thought that him going up on stage and leaving was a joke, it was like, oh, that was bad funny. He's like making light of like one of his worst, well, not even one of his worst uh, publicity moments ever. Right. Was the Taylor Swift shit. So he's like, oh, he's making fun of that. That's cool. But then he came back and was like, blah, 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 blah. Beck needs to respect Beyonce's artistry and give, he should have gave his Grammy to Beyonce. So... My problem with that is that I don't like when people speak with with no knowledge. Like, he just spoke first, and I can't even say thought later. He didn't think at all. He just spoke. And, like, when you when you say some shit like that, like, I don't like when you're contradictory. So he's, like, contradicting himself. He can't say Beck needs to respect Beyonce's artistry when he doesn't respect Beck's artistry. He only respects the artistry that he likes. He, he takes from Beyonce constantly, but he doesn't... Like, even with Taylor Swift, dog, like, you can't not Taylor Swift. Like You can, t- t- but you can't. 
you you can, but you can't. You can't knock her success as an artist. Right. Like she was wildly popular before Kanye's interruption. She's been wildly popular since. And aside from popularity, like I can't. I haven't heard none of her albums, but I know she puts out a lot of songs that are hits. So I'm like. He routinely does not respect other people's artistry, but will demand that other people respect his and respect, in this case, her. How, how do you how do you not respect the guy's artistry that plays instruments, multiple instruments, and writes their own music? That's like the epitome of artistry to me. It's like, the epitome. How do and you? It's because he spoke without either without the knowledge or without thinking. And I think it was probably without the knowledge. He probably heard Beck's album. He probably barely knows a goddamn thing about Beck. He just went up there and was like. Oh, a white man won when my girl Beyonce should have won. Man, I, you know what? I I, I kind of disagree in the fact that I think Kanye is a, a is is pretty fucking smart. I, I I believe that he he may not like Beck, but I would like to think that he has has heard his music and know of him to not. I don't know. I just he I just don't, I just don't want to. I I can't give him the oblivious pass. I just I just think that he he knows more than he puts on. Man. It's not a it's not a pass. It's a knock. Like, well, yeah, not, that, I like, guess, I'm yeah. not even a, I'm not even into it like that. But I know a Beck. Like, there's a lot of people who's like, who is Beck? And I'm thinking, like, how the fuck you don't know who Beck is? Like, and, and, and Beck's been around and famous for a long time, right, decades. Right. Like, this not he ain't a new artist. Now I would say that I don't, I don't know. I probably heard his stuff, but I've never followed him. I've never went like purposely listened to his music. But I know he's been around. I know he's, you know, he's actually, you know, talented. But to to just say that. He he was undeserving. Not just just not just Kanye, just black folks in general. Because every Negroid was standing for for Kanye for doing that stupid shit again. But how do you just discount a man that you haven't even heard? Like none of you even heard his shit to say that he's obviously is something decent. Like I mean, the Grammy just don't give out just awards for the sake of. I mean, he has to have some kind of decency, you know, what I'm saying with his music. But you know, black people just love for black people to just do do shit. Yeah, he just like I don't know. It's it's just so contradictory to say respect Beyonce's artistry, and then when it really comes down to is Kanye's not even really talking about her music. He's talking about the fact that the way Beyonce uh, promoted her album, the fact and or the lack thereof, the fact that she was able to basically change the game by just like dropping some shit out the blue and. Selling it out to stores, selling it off, you know, out iTunes. Why like it, she changed the game and how why, people, why how people a, can market. But, but that's got nothing to do with the music. Now nah, she got an award for marketing. That's great. That that doesn't yeah, that, exactly. That doesn't give you a award for fucking content. That just says that you you know you're good enough that you can sell shit without promotion. That's exactly my point. If the if the best album Grammy was for was for marketing, then Beyonce should have won. But it's it's about the music. And if you look at her music, like like everybody's been saying lately, she has a bazillion different writers, a bazillion different producers. You know, like she she doesn't do this all on her own. But then Beck, he makes he he you know you know sings his own shit. He he composes his own shit. He writes his own shit. He plays like fourteen different instruments. That's the epitome of artistry. So you can't go up there and say that somebody who is uh, okay. This is gonna sound inflammatory. But somebody who musically, in the truest sense of the art, is superior to Beyonce in every way. Like he might, the only way is he probably he can't sing better than her. She has a better, you know, voice and <coughs> right. her vocals. But as far as the actual process of making music, he's superior to her in every way. 
And then he goes up there and say that he needs to respect her artistry when she needs all sorts of things in order to create the product that she makes. Right. And he could go into a fucking garage and create whatever it is that he does. So, like, the and it, 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 like you said, it plays into the idea of, like, you don't, he don't know nothing outside his bubble. Like, all he knows is his, his, you know, other rappers and his other black artists that he fucks with. And it bothered me because it reminded me of the whole shit with Selma. When Selma didn't get all the Oscar nominations that people wanted, they were mad because they saw Selma. And they was like, oh, I love Selma. How, did, how Selma didn't get 14 Oscar nominations? How Selma didn't win 14 Golden Globes? Man, ain't none of these motherfuckers seen any of the other movies nominated, but they gassed up because they liked Selma. Now, I've seen, of the eight Oscar nominees, I've seen five. Best Picture Oscar nominees, I should say. I've seen five of them so far. Selma doesn't even crack. To me, Selma's not even up there. Like, Selma was good, but it was just good. It wasn't great. Like, of the five that I've seen, Selma was probably like third or fourth, maybe. Really? And that's of the five that I've seen. So I could still see three more that are potentially all better than Selma. So, like, Selma wasn't anything special. But they don't know that because they ain't seen nothing else. They saw Selma and they got mad because they looked at it like, hey, this black movie and all these white people don't like it because they don't care about our story. Well, maybe the white people don't like it because the white people saw the other movies and saw the other movies was better. They don't think it's ain't even seen Selma. I hate that closed-minded shit. So, like, uh, Selma was cool, but, like, it's not... Selma got what it deserved, which was very little. And that's not to say that it's bad. It's not. But um, Birdman was better. I, I just watched The Imitation Game last weekend. That was better. Imitation Game so far is my favorite movie I've seen so far. And Birdman is a close second. But How, how do you rank Interstellar with those? I, I was talking of the Best Picture nominees. Oh, my bad, my bad. I'm yeah, In- Interstellar is still probably my, my favorite one of, of 2014. And I didn't get that. No, not a Best Picture nominee, which is nomination, which is crazy to me. I understand how that happened, but especially when you can have ten, that's what confuses me. Is when they they raise the level, they raise the amount of Best Picture nominees to ten, but they will routinely have years where they have less than ten. So if you have ten, you can have ten nominees and you only have eight, and Interstellar don't make it. That to me just says that you just think Interstellar not even worthy, and that doesn't make sense to me because Interstellar was is wildly creative. Incredibly well done. It was great. But uh, yeah, I, I, that whole idea, the whole thing with black people like being in like their black bubble, where like they watch only black shit and then get mad when the only black shit that they see doesn't win awards that they think it deserves when they haven't even watched or listened to the other shit that it's up against. Like, I, I don't, I hate that shit, man. Like, uh, go outside of black shit, listen to, listen to the white people music, li- watch the movies with white people in it, watch these Oscar-nominated movies and these Grammy-nominated albums, and then, and then give an educated opinion. Not a, a, a pro-black, I ain't seen shit else, but right. it's all about black, black, black opinion. Nobody, no, nobody want to hear that ignorant shit. Mm. So that was my problem with Kanye was the fact that he clearly didn't know what he was talking about. That's all it was. He he was just talking and he had no fucking clue. He just wanted to talk first and think second. And my other problem with it is the <laughs> fact that nobody checks this motherfucker. Like, can you imagine if that like as 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 a as a as a real nigga if you was on stage accepting a Grammy 
and Kanye walked up on you to try to take your shine, do you think you would have just like let this nigga skate? Like I'd have been man, I'd have spazzed on this motherfucker, man. Like I I it, I, I, I tweeted that like I wish I lived in a world where Beck followed Kanye off the stage with a microphone. Like no, nah, say what you gotta say. Don't be no bitch. Don't run off. Say what you gotta say. Like Kanye would not do that shit to me, man. I, he only does that shit to people like Beck and Taylor Swift. Like that's who you run up on the stage and check. Like really? <laughs> like so now he seemed like a pussy too to me, man. Like he seemed like a bitch, man. Like all you can do is like check these little people who come off like like they, you know, I don't know if Beck is soft or nothing like that or whatever, but like somebody that you know you can, you know you can bully. So like he just come off like a bully. Yeah, now you, you posted um, on Facebook about some uh, a football player who had said yeah, a player for the Patriots said that exact thing. He was like, if he, he said if Kanye, he said something to the effect that if Kanye ran up on me like that, he'd have, he'd have been rapping through the wire or something like that. That's, that's awesome. Man. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, that's real. But yeah, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't like that either, man. Like the fact that he, the fact that people let him get away with this. It's too many like Kanye got too many yes men in his life. Too many people who just like. Just co-sign him and gas him up to where he thinks that he can just say whatever. And, I, and I'm gonna touch on this and the kind of uh, people that I don't like. Uh, another type of person I don't like too. But like he just he doesn't have anybody who 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 doesn't let him get away with that. Like I would have loved to have seen somebody check him right there live on the stage and check him for that. Like that would have been that would have been so great. But he he strikes me as the type of dude who wouldn't do that anyway. Like if that was like. Some undeserving rapper, he probably would have sat in his fucking seat. He wouldn't have said shit. Oh, I I got a tweet for you that I. Uh, Is it uh, gonna make me mad? No, it, <laughs> it's, it's it's just an agreement to what you're saying about checking people. Uh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. some of my favorites, and it's, it's fairly new. Uh, it's a girl I follow on Twitter. Her name is Alex underscore Washington. Says uh, Did you put her birth name as her Twitter name. No, that was her actual Twitter name. Uh, no, I'm saying, like, is that her name, Alex Washington? Like, she just put her actual I name. believe it is. I'm not totally sure, though. Oh, she's famous. I don't think so. I think, I know she's local. But she says, uh, Kanye should have intervened when Macklemore beat out Kendrick Lamar last year, but Kendrick isn't Beyonce. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like, you right. But, you right. You right. But, I mean, like, even in that situation, that's another perfect example. Like. I don't know. Was he? Do we know if he was at that though? Like, what if he wasn't there? I mean, yeah, maybe not. Maybe so. I don't know. I just say that you know he's not vocal for shit like that. Yeah. Maybe he just stand for Beyonce. Wait, it must be. And that was a Beyonce. In retrospect, that's probably really only standing for Jay Z. Right. Because because uh, that was what Taylor Swift beat out Beyonce, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. 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 <laughs> Beyonce made what he said the greatest album of all time. Like, dude, are you fucking serious? Come on, you got to brown those. No, the hard. video is the VMAs. Saying the single ladies is the greatest video of all time. Like, do you know? I mean, Kanye shrug. <laughs> I will forever give him a pass for that though, because that shrug was everything. <laughs> Kanye shrug. shrug. The Kanye shrug probably was one of his best moments in, other than this MTV in a. Uh, Bush doesn't care about. Uh, oh black yeah, folks. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say, if oh you took my away, god! If you took away his music and said like the best Kanye moments that were not that had nothing to do with music, that shrug and the the George Bush doesn't care about black people are easily the top two. And for me, the shrug is is better. 
because to me the struggle is just was everything. Dude, it, and it wasn't so much of the him talking about George Bush. It was uh, uh, Mike Myers. Mike Myers' reaction. reaction <laughs> he was so shook. He didn't know what to say. Dude. <laughs> he tried to keep it fucking gully and just you know go through it. But man, Mike Myers, man, it, like he a saw ghost. Dog, he didn't know what the fuck to say. He just like, uh, and then they, I think they, and they come back to like Chris Tucker, yeah, Chris shit. Tucker or something. They pointed, <laughs> they pointed to him, and he was kind of like, uh, what the fuck? Right. They know what the fuck to say, man. I think the best thing to to do in that kind of situation is to actually acknowledge it, because if right. you don't acknowledge it, then you just come off. It just comes off all like weird and awkward. Like if it had been me, and they cut back to me after that, I'd be like. Did y'all just hear what Kanye said? Like, I, like, I didn't acknowledge it to make it less weird. Like, but Chris Tucker was just looking like so thrown off. Yeah, that was funny as hell. That was definitely one of my favorite moments of Kanye. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I always, I've been a Kanye fan, and I, I remember when Through the Wire came out, and I was just so shocked that he made a whole fucking song with his fucking mouth wired. And if you, it's like you hear, you hear him talk, and then you. You got to hear him talk and then go back to hearing the rap. And then you understand, like, his, he was really, like, restricted in talking and he did yeah. this fucking song. I don't know. I think that's probably his best video he's done to me. Yeah, the, the video is dope, too. Like, he's mad. Like, it's, it's funny. Like, I have slander for him in situations like these where he's, I feel like he's just being an ignorant nigga. Like, that's, that's what I felt like he was doing at the Grammys. But when it really comes down to it, man, I feel like he gets a bad rap. Uh, I feel like people need to work on separating his his artistry from his personality because people be like, I hate Kanye and he's trash and blah blah blah. And he might be a shitty guy, but like man, his music though, dog, like that shit is undeniable. And speaking of that, speaking of that, his, let me ask you this: When is the last time you read the source? Is it still in print? I, I have that same question. I don't know. I thought it wasn't in print anymore. It, I used to have a subscription, but I, I don't. Okay, here's the next question. Do you know what the last five mic album they issued was? The last time they gave something five mics? No, I did not. So, <laughs> I got into a conversation at work with uh, with Kevin. Um, he listened to the podcast, Mr. Monotone. And we were talking about... Um, I don't know how we were talking about... The, we were talking about the source of music, whatever. And it made me Google it. Because I was like... One, I didn't know if the source was still in print. And I still don't. But then they made me look up to see what was the last five Mike albums. When is that, that motherfucker gonna come on the show? We still gotta get him on the show. It's a good question. It's, yeah. Well, it's gonna be a little bit more difficult if we start recording on Wednesdays now. Yeah. Because me and him both gotta be at work Thursday morning. But um, yeah. He uh, I can't remember what the very last five Mike album that they issued was. I think it was like I can't remember. You can probably look it up while I'm talking. But the one before that was Kanye's uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Really? It was funny to me because I didn't know they were still <laughs> like giving out mics at that point. Like I, I, didn't think, was, I didn't think so either. Yeah, but I thought that was interesting because I, I was like, I didn't know they were still giving out mics. They gave out five mics to... Uh, there was something else that, was, that struck me too. There were like the last three times they gave out five mics were all times that I wasn't aware of. The fourth one was was Lil Kim's "The Naked Truth," which was the last the, time. The fourth one, first fourth. The, like if you go four back. Okay. So like if you go four, five mic issues back, they gave Lil Kim "The Naked Truth" five mics, which is like two thousand five. That okay. was the last one that I was aware of, which was ten years ago. 
They've given out three cents. I haven't fucked with the source since then. I wasn't even fucked with the sources that time. But uh, I just remember that one of them was uh, the Kanye's Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy album, which... Okay, so I'm looking at this this site called the the Coley C O L I. Huh? It's on Wikipedia. The the list. Of yeah, the five I, I probably click Wikipedia, but I know that's like user based, and I didn't want to somebody enter some bullshit. But probably work anyway. So yeah, they say that. Well, here it has the last one is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Family Fantasy. Excuse me. There's Bef- been one. There was Bef- one since. Fuck. Well, before that was Bun B's album. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. So Trump's that's the one that was after Little Kim, but before yeah. Kanye. Which I don't. I don't know if I agree with it, but um, yeah, Bun B is one of. Uh, never mind. I'll talk about that another another podcast. Um, the fix from Scarface. Before that. Before Little Kim. Yes. Yeah. Then Steelmatic was before that. Yeah. Then Blueprint. Before that, then. Dr. Dre, 2001, Chronic, then Equipment I. Now we're getting back to like the good shit. Yeah, back when we remember. Right, right, right. But, uh, yeah. But I want to see the list now to see. I'm trying to pull it up because I'm trying to remember what the what the very last one was. But, uh, oh, here it is. Okay, I got it. Okay, I got it pulled up now. The last one was, oh, this one shows it is, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy 2. See, that, that, yeah. Maybe that is, maybe, I feel like there was something after that. Like the list that I saw. Maybe it wasn't. So maybe it was just those two. I feel like there was three after, after Lil' Kim. But anyway, regarding that though, um, that album by Kanye is one of my favorites of his. It's not as celebrated as like, uh, college dropout and graduation and shit like that. But, uh. I don't know if I would give it five mics because Which one? The, Dark Twisted like, Fantasy. I wouldn't either. I don't know if I would give it five just because to me five is like a timeless classic. So like, I don't know if I would like, and especially with Kanye, with his discography, people don't really look back and be like, yeah, Dark Twisted Fantasy is like his best album. So it's like I don't know if I I would definitely give it four and a half though. Like to me, four and a half is the the. This is a pretty much a perfect album, but it's not a timeless classic. Right. Five, I, five to me is timeless classic. So I'm, I'm not mad that they gave it five, but I personally wouldn't have given it five. But anyway, my point is that like you can't help, you can't knock this man's artistry. Oh man, his music is everything to me, dog. I love Kanye's music. Like even his last, uh, his last one wasn't that celebrated. The um. The one that had blood on the leaves and all that shit. What was the name of that? Uh, yeah, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. It had a it had a couple of songs there, but it wasn't definitely by my favorite by far. When I first listened to it, I, I thought it was eh. But like listening to it after the fact, I was like, this is way better than I gave it credit for initially. It's it's you know it's hard when you have artists that you like because you really have to separate your like from to really judge an album. Because yeah. I have a Outkast is one of my favorite favorite groups ever. But when you hear certain music, you got to be like, "Man, this is not what I thought it would be." You know what yeah. I mean, or stuff like that. Like uh, "Speaker Box Love Below," "Love Below," but to me was one of the one of, was a classic album. But "Speaker Box" to me wasn't that. Although right. had "Speaker Box" had a couple of songs on there that I enjoyed, it was not nearly 
as good as uh, The Love Below. The Love Below was not... The Love Below transcended rap albums. The Love Below was like... was great music. Like, that was just sonically amazing. Like, that wasn't even like, this is an amazing rap album. Like, that was just great music, period. Mm -hmm. So that went beyond what you expect from Outkast to that point. Because that point, Outkast was a rap group. With Speaker Box The Love Below, it was like... Andre took the love below and made it way more than a rap album. Yep. So, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely one. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting that uh, they gave five mics to that Kanye album. Yeah, you know, I don't. To me, all his albums are four mics or better. <clears throat> but not five mics for that. Give it four. Mm-hmm. I give it four and a half. I I really like that album like a lot. So I would definitely give it four and a half. I just don't give it five because I don't think it's a timeless classic. I only give five to something that I feel like is like not just a timeless classic, but at this point, it's that artist's best work. Right. And I don't think that that's his best work. So like I think of that year, it's probably the best album that came out. It's one of the best albums that over the course of the past several years. But it's Kanye's discography is that strong. That that's not his best work, and it's not even really close. Like it's not even like that's his like second best. Like it's like his third or fourth best album. But that's how good he is. But uh, we've uh, gotten a little distracted. <laughs> so um, so we talked we talked a little bit about the what is his name, Mister Booty Four Hundred Four, and his uh his incredible span of teams that he likes and. And one of mine that the people that I don't like is people who are fans of multiple teams across the country, but it's not their home team. So, like, there's a lot of people who are, like, from here that we know and that we follow who are, like, Patriots fans or, or you know, Bulls fans or Heats fans or, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't like people who are not fans of their home teams or who, like, actively slander their home team while they're fans of other teams who are perpetually good. The Patriots is a perfect example. The Patriots have been good consistently since they've had Tom Brady. And like, I, I don't like people who just latch on to uh, latch on to a team that's always good. Basically, easy fandom. Like you're a fan of a team that always wins. Like wow, how gratifying could that be? There's emptiness in that because right. like you might think it's good, but you don't know the enjoyment of being a fan of a team that sucked, and you were a fan of them while they suck, and then they become good. Like that's you can't even compare that right. to being a Patriots fan. Especially if you're a person who's come on as a Patriots fan, like somebody from Detroit. Like, if you've been a Patriots fan your whole life, it's different. But if you're somebody from Detroit and you pick up a Patriot, you become a Patriots fan since they had Tom Brady, you don't know what it's like to suffer through a team being shitty and then still love that team and then watch that team become great. Like, that shit's incomparable. So I don't like, I don't like people like that who, who pick and choose who they're fans of. For convenience, like I like this team because they win all the time. Like, oh wow, that must be that must have been a hard decision for you to make. So, nah, kind of like uh, you, you have a, like the an influx of Seahawks fans now, right? <laughs> really? Like, ain't nobody ever been a fucking Seahawks fan? Like, really? Come on! All of a sudden, over the past two or three years, all of a sudden, people are Seahawks fans. People in Seattle weren't even Seahawks fans up until. They got Russell Westbrook. Like, I'm, I mean, Russell Westbrook. Uh, Russell Wilson. Right. Russell Westbrook, yeah. Whatever. One of them teams. Speaking of that motherfucker, 
Did you hear they having a fucking fashion show at the All Star Weekend? He's been uh, well. No, they are having it. I heard that LeBron James is like yes, him. they're having a fashion show. Like, <sighs> man, I'm not even going to see. That's so disturbing. I'm not even going to see. Charlamagne said that Chris Bosco come out in a jersey dress. <laughs> he might though. And then, then they on the Breakfast Club they ran off a list of the uh, NBA players who are going to be participating in this fashion show. Some of the NBA players. And they didn't mention Russell Westbrook. And Charlamagne was like, you mean to tell me they're having a fashion show, but they got the baddest bitch <laughs> coming out being a fashion show? They <laughs> didn't call Russell Westbrook the baddest bitch. I read something about him being, uh, he's uh, supposed to be some kind of like creative director or creative something for a true religion now. Whatever, ain't nothing creative about that nigga, man. <laughs> he just going to wear all their weird ass shit. That's it. Right, exactly. that's exactly what it is. He's just going to wear all their weird... A creative something. Man, I wish I could remember exactly what I meant. I gotta start saving this shit when I see it. But uh yeah. I'm like, yeah, whatever. He just go wear some real so some weird shit again. Uh where is hold on, maybe it'll pop up. No, it's not popping up, but whatever. So So another thing that in my list of people that I don't like is people who is is popular black Twitter? Oh shit! Yeah, the people on black Twitter who are popular. Fuck them niggas! But I can't okay. stand these motherfuckers, man, and I can't stand people who like them either. Because my problem with them is it's kind of similar to the Kanye West shit. Is that Kanye West has a lot of people who will gas him up, a lot of yes men, and people who won't tell him when he's full of shit. And I've noticed that that cycle, that 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 scenario. It, it plays into the popular black Twitter people. Because if you are, if you a black Twitter celebrity, so to speak, but you're not famous in real life, you're just famous on Twitter, and you got 30,000 followers, people are going to are gonna kiss your ass because they want you to retweet them. Right. So then them saying people get big heads thinking that they know what they're talking about. And they always want to give advice and try to be insightful and tell you what's right and what's wrong and, and think that they really know how life works. And it's because they gassed up all these people who want retweets. So they think they're actually smart. And you got the people who are retweeting them or, you know, kissing their ass because they want that, they want to shine off that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And it's like all these popular black Twitter motherfuckers, most of these niggas is dumb. Like, they be having these dumbass opinions and shit. And people give them, people give them all this love like they're actually worth a damn and they really ain't shit. And I'm like, it's a crazy cycle that, like, that you can have a whole lot of followers. People tell you that you're great. I mean, well, they don't tell you that you're great, but they, they will co-sign you in and gas you up. So then you start to think that you're smart, and then people they keep gassing you up, so you keep thinking you're smart. And it's just like, it just goes on to where they think that they actually worth a damn, and they really stupid as fuck. And I don't like that cockiness to come from them. Like, they actually like feel like their their opinions and advice are actually, like, legitimate. Just because they got a whole bunch of people who tell them that they are, but really all they want is retweets. I think my, I think my first, like, First disdain for like popular Twitter niggas was uh, I don't even see him much anymore. Maybe because I have I don't know if he tweets anymore. Or maybe I just got blocked or, or muted. But uh, there's a strong likelihood that you got blocked. No, 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 no. I'm not. Blo- <laughs> I, I know I'm not blocked by him. Oh, but okay. I'm saying maybe I have him. I have a muted or something where I don't see him. Oh, okay. Uh, officially, Ice Dude. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't see him much anymore. And maybe because he, maybe he does a tweet or maybe I got my filters set really right. But I don't know. He was one of the first people that I was just like, man, I hate these. Like, and I'm not a hater of popularity, or whatever. But 
it's just like whatever they say, people just, just, just post just cause. I hate that shit. Dad. Yeah, it's because they just want to get retweets from that person because they're hoping to get them more followers. So then that person is getting retweeted, thinking that they actually know what they're talking about. Well, really, all the people want is get get some of the yo shine. Mm-hmm. So you get a whole lot of dumbass opinions that get retweeted over and over and over and over on Twitter, and it's not because the opinion is valid; it's because people just want to co-sign somebody with a lot of followers. Well, that shit irritates the fuck out of me. I can't stand them people. Uh, like, I, I can't think of any names specifically off the top of my head, but there's a lot of them that irritate the fuck out of me. Yeah, that's one. I know one, one dude that irritates shit out of me is Snotty Dripping Dude. Yeah, I never one. heard of him before the Temecula shit. I heard him before, but I just seen he just do a lot of fuck shit tweets. I mean, I don't know. He says a lot of shit that I, you know, like the one guy who uh, he got, you know, into it with. Just, you know, you just disrespectful as hell. I think I think people say a lot of shit that they wouldn't say if you if you talking it'd be so it's if if life was so cool where you talking shit to a motherfucker online the next thing you know you just zapped and you're in the same room sitting across the table with him <laughs> like so what up now nigga you know right. what I'm saying <laughs> like a uh, homeboy with Hulk Hogan and shit <laughs> <laughs> coming for you nigga right <laughs> Booker T Booker T that's what it is yep. right. Do you have any that you wanted to talk about? Or should I just keep going? Um, <laughs> as far as that topic, or just anything? as far as like just people who a type of person who irritates you? Um, I don't know, man. I I, I think I have a I have a another thing. I think a person that irritates me uh, is that people who you kind of share your your thoughts and ideas and dreams and shit. They just like dream killers, or they give you suggestions. Oh yeah, on how to like do shit. your shit. That shit is like so like. I don't know, man. It's like you have. It, it, I think you you can't tell everybody your ideas and stuff because everybody doesn't have the same the same drive, the same you know positivity and stuff. And I think that shit is just so fucked up to me. And how do you gauge whether or not you're getting honest criticism or if you just got a hater on your hands? I don't know. I I just I feel anybody's a hater if they don't support. If you're logical or have a lot, you know a decent idea, decent approach, and they just don't support it. Or don't no, and and when I mean support, it's not even like saying, "Hey, let me fund you" or something. Just like, "Hey, man, that's you know, that's cool. You know, good luck with that or something to that nature." Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I just I had a conversation with somebody today, and I was just you know telling them about some stuff, and you know they started giving me suggestions about doing other stuff. And I'm like, no, this is what I want to do. Like, your suggestions don't even make sense. You know what I'm saying? It's just. You just that pushy, like no, I I, I got this. This is what I want to do, you know. Yeah, for me, I have trouble gauging whether or not because, like, if you have an idea, you automatically gonna feel like your idea is is the shit. So if somebody gives you a criticism of your idea, it's like for me, I kind of think like, okay, is this person just being a hater or is this me being blind to this flaw? Right. In my idea. Right. Right. So I, I have that issue with it sometimes, but then you got people who just who just want to say some other shit. So, like, they just want to conflict with you just because. Or they just want to drag you down just like the crabs in the barrel shit. They just want to just pull you down because, I don't know, because they don't have no life aspirations. I don't know what it is. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people like that. And people who always want to throw in a negative opinion just for the sake of it. Like, yeah, uh, I don't think that's a good idea. Or, no, I don't like that. I don't like this. I don't like that. And it's like, okay, do you have any actual reason for this? Or you just don't like it? Yeah, like what? Yeah, I, yeah. 
I don't know. I, I hate this shit. Um, you got anything else on that? Or yeah, I got a lot of shit. <laughs> you want to put you want to put them out today? Yeah, I still put a couple out. Okay. I had a few that are related to driving because, like, I'm not one who can just say I don't like bad drivers. There's specific things I don't like, and it's headlined, and it's, <laughs> this is a big blanket statement, but it's headlined by minivan drivers. For some reason, man, <laughs> people who drive minivans are just bitches. Like <laughs> you, like minivan drive. It's like I'm always dealing with any types of fuck shit happen. It's almost always a minivan person in the minivan. It's like, I feel like minivans have like a maximum speed of like 50 miles an hour and they just do whatever they do because like, I guess, like they feel like there's nobody else on the freeway with them. So they just like change lanes at 50 miles an hour, even though the lane they're going to got somebody going 75 in that lane. They just slowly pull in front of the motherfucker going 75, going 50, not paying no attention, just going nice and slow. They little, have like the little handicap logo on their uh, fucking license plate. That's how you know that. It ain't been a single good driver in life with that damn handicap shit on their license plate. Like, that shit is a sign that you are mentally handicapped. Like, yeah, I think you can actually get that. Like, let me get a handicap license thing because I'm, I'm actually mentally handicapped. I I'm think you're saying. on to something with that. I am, man. My best friend drives a minivan because he has four kids. But um, I don't know how he drives in his normal, everyday life. When I roll with him, it's been fine. But for the most part, when I'm driving around the freeway, anytime some fuck shit happens, it's like some minivans and shit. And I, I will say, like, when it happens, I'll be like, ugh, fucking minivan. And my fiance just got to laugh because he's like, damn, it really is. Like, every time some dumb shit happens, it's like a minivan person. Or like, not every time something dumb that happens, it's a minivan person. But there's always a minivan person doing dumb shit. <laughs> like, you don't ever, have you ever been on a freeway and got passed by a person in the minivan going fast as fuck? Or, like, had a minivan person who's just like, Driving with the flow of traffic. It's just like every time a minivan is always driving on like residential neighborhood speeds while everybody else is on the freeway going normal speeds. And like, I got my four kids in the car, so I'm going to go 35 on the freeway. Like, <laughs> if you that cautious, get your fucking ass off the freeway, man. When my son was born and I had to drive him home, I had all kind of thoughts in my head like, okay, should I be super duper careful because I got a newborn in the car? And I'm like, I don't want to get in my head like that because I feel like that's how people fuck up. Like, anytime I had to give, like, a big presentation at work or something like that, I don't build it up in my head because I feel like I'll choke. So I, my goal is to always approach it as normal as possible. So when I drove my son home the day he was born, I didn't speed or nothing like that, but I made it a point to not be overly cautious because at that point you get into your head and you're more likely to fuck up because you're going to, like, freak out and shit. So I wanted everything to be as normal as possible because, I mean, if I don't, get into accidents and do crazy shit when he's not in the car, why would I do that when he is in the car? So just drive normal and, and everything will be fine. But people get in their head and try to, you know, alter their behavior to be extra cautious and shit. And I think that's what it is with minivans. Like, if you bought, if you buy a minivan, you didn't buy it because you think minivans are dope. You bought it because you got probably got a lot of kids. So you, or, so you have four, five, six people in your car at a time and you want space and shit. So you driving extra cautious. And to me, I feel like driving extra cautious is is actually detrimental to your to your safety because you get like another driving thing that I had is that people who don't know how to get on the freeway. Oh, like merging into the, the fast traffic and shit. Yeah, like and that's a that's a, a standard characteristic of minivan drivers. They'll hop on the freeway like they in a fucking residential neighborhood. Like you can't merge into the freeway going thirty five miles an hour. You need to get with the speed of traffic and and. 
flow in with that. And they just don't. It's, I don't know. I don't, they feel like maybe because they got their kids in the car, like, I can't go 60. Like, <laughs> I can't go 70. Like. I mean, I think it's a natural a natural instinct to to want to drive across. I remember when I used to have my my, my first nephew in a car with me, and it would be, I would feel like I was like 10 and 2. I'm constantly looking over my shoulders and shit. And that's and you and that shit, head. That shit's stressful as hell. Exactly. Man. It's stressful. You just got to drive normal and just, you know, you're going to drive safe, and, you know, but you can't worry about. Because, I mean, anything, you could be driving normal when somebody hits you. You can drive the safe you can hit do, and right. it could be some other fuckboy that runs a red light and hits you or some shit. And, and that's what you can do about it. You more prone to getting hit if you're doing that slow-ass shit, getting on the freeway. Most of my shit is freeway shit. If you get on the freeway driving slow as fuck, you're more prone to get hit. Because mm-hmm. you have that motherfucker in the middle lane going, you know, 50 miles an hour, everybody else going 75, you fucking up your whole lane of traffic. Everybody behind you it's right. forced to go slow as fuck. Now you got people darting from tr- darting into other lanes trying to get from behind you, and they're going 50 just like you, trying to get into lanes where people are going to 75 just to get from behind your dumb ass. So you fucking up everybody else's shit. And it's like minivan drivers don't seem to get that shit, man. Every time I'm... It's like every time I fuck with minivan drivers, it's always like they're doing some like overly cautious shit that's actually less safe than driving fast. Because if you're on the freeway... Driving fast is the safest thing to do because you with mm-hmm. everybody else. You everybody all doing going the same slow shit. Traffic, everybody going fast. If you going slow, slow as fuck, yeah. If you going slow as fuck, you fucking up yourself and you fucking up everybody around you because everybody else got to adjust to what you doing, and they don't seem to get that shit. Yeah, you're right about that. I, I definitely agree with that. You're and I don't that. like people who ride out. I really hate this shit. People who ride out that the the ramp to get on the freeway because like for me when I'm getting on a freeway, right. I understand that there are people in that far right lane who are going freeway speeds. We'll say they might not be going 75 in a right lane, but they might be going like 60 in a right lane. So my goal in getting on the freeway is to merge onto the freeway as quickly as possible. Right. I don't want to drag it out because if you drag it out, now you trap. You know, you got you you might you can be fucked. So I want to get over as soon as possible. But there are people who will get onto the freeway as if they're not even looking. They're just going to ride that ramp, that entrance lane, all the way to the end and expect everything to just work itself out. Like, they ain't looking. They're just riding Best. all the way to the end. Like, I would give these motherfuckers space to get over well before that lane runs out, and they'll ride it all the way, that whole right line. Now how do you expect they'll somebody that's going faster to adjust, adjust themselves when you're the slower person? You should be adjusting yourself. Yeah, and it's like you're not even paying attention, man. Like, you could have got over... Several yards back, and everything could have been smooth. But instead, you just widen that line, like that far right line, all the way till it run out. And then, like to me, that's that's dangerous because if you if you widen that line out all the way to the end, you get to that end, you might be fucked. There might be cars in that lane. You could be screwed when you could have got over earlier. And like people do that shit way too much, man. I hate people don't know how to merge into the freeway, and they just ride that lane out like everything's just gonna magically work itself out for them. And so, yeah, I think those people should probably die. Anyway, <laughs> so, yeah, that was a couple of mine. Um, did you have any more? Because I still got more, but, you know, like I said, I can go off on people I don't like. I'm fresh, out, I'm fresh out of hate for the, moment, for the moment. Okay, so I'm not. So I don't like people who tell me that I'm quiet. <laughs> people are like, man, he, like, Mike's so quiet. Like, he don't ever say shit. Like, no, I don't not say shit. I don't say shit to you. 
Because like, if I don't talk to you, that means I think you shitty. So like, I think it's some. You, I think you either stupid or I think you don't got nothing of quality to present to my life. Right. Like, there's nothing you can contribute positive to me. So don't put it as a knock that I'm quiet. Like there's something wrong with me. The reason I'm quiet is that there's something wrong with you. So I do like, oh, he's so quiet. I don't like people like that. And especially as, as if being quiet is a flaw. It goes back to the the uh, appreciating silence shit from earlier. Like, you don't have to talk. And not talking is not a flaw. It's just not talking. Now, if somebody say something to you and you don't say something back, that's that can be weird. But if you're just not out here just, like, socializing for the sake of socializing and just talking just to talk, there's nothing weird about that. If I keep to myself and I'm working or I got my headphones on, there's nothing weird about that. Because I'm not talking to you. You so fucking valuable and you so fucking important with your ashy ass that, like, the fact that I'm not talking to you means there's something weird with me. Nah, nigga, there's something wrong with you. That's why I'm not talking to you. Because right. you're irritating. You don't, you don't provide anything of value to this earth or to this life. Like, why do I need to talk to you for? Like, I might be better off without you here. Like, it's, you're worthless. That's why I'm not talking to you. So, yeah, that was another one. I don't like them people. I said I don't like people who talk to me. I have a, people who talk to me when I have my headphones on. I don't like that either. They come up and talk as if, like, you don't have headphones on. You just start talking. I think the headphones is the reason why. I, I mean, I don't know. Why, that should be a universal sign where I don't want to talk. Yeah, I don't understand why people don't get that. Or, like, even if it's not a sign that you don't want to talk. Like, you might just be listening to something. It don't necessarily mean that you don't want to talk. But it's like... I don't like when people come up and start talking to you as if you don't have headphones on. So then I gotta look at you like, what? I got now I gotta take my headphones off. Like, were you just saying something? Like, why were you talking when I clearly had these headphones on? Like, why are you confused that I can't hear you with these headphones on? You just started talking. So what happens when you, when you when they come up to you? Do you do you take off your headphones or? Well, if I'm at work, I, I mean, at work you gotta kind of like acknowledge it. But I mean, you kind of know when someone don't want shit. When I was uh, first started college and I had to take the bus to school, I would have my headphones on. If somebody tried to talk to me on the bus while I had my headphones on, I would definitely make a face. Like, not even a, not even like a kind point to my headphones. It would be like a face like, like, are you blind? Like, don't you see that I got these on? Like, what? What do you want? What? Like, th- yeah, that irritates the fuck out of me. Like, we're on the bus. We really don't have to socialize. At least when I'm at work, I kind of got to socialize, but no, I don't have to socialize with you on the bus. Like, leave me alone. I have, I've been told that I have very expressive facial, facial expressions. Like, they're not just like normal facial expressions. These are facial expressions that say way more than I mean for them to say, because I don't really have much control over it. Like, I don't really think like, let me make a face. I just have faces that I make. I just respond to situations. And I can make facial expressions that say way more than I mean to let on. I think it's good, though, shit. I mean, if I can express something without talking and you can understand it, shit, that's that's great. Like, you yeah. said, I want to talk, obviously. You, sh- you should see that. It's not obvious, I guess, because niggas is dumb. Yeah. But. Yeah, the problem is that, like, like say, for instance, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not in the mood to talk. And somebody come up and start talking to me. I don't necessarily want to make a face to say don't talk to me, but I make it anyway. So then they're looking like, well, what's wrong with him? And I'm thinking like, damn, I was trying to hide that. 
Right. I didn't want them to know that I was mad, but now they know that I'm mad anyway. So I can't really hide how I'm feeling. So I might say something that's a, 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 a normal response, but my body language is saying, why the fuck are you irritating me right now? <laughs> it's hard so to people hide. respond to that. It's hard to hide that sometimes. Though. It's really hard for me. Like, I get into it all the time. People are like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, people are like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, like, how do you even know that there's something wrong with me? But that's just how I, how I carry myself, I guess. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him. Fuck up. So, I guess I'm done. I have one more, but I feel like it would take too long. Well, we can always continue on the next one. We just, this is about snobby Twitter people. I think I think we're gonna we're gonna have a uh, 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 we we got to incorporate a section on on our podcasts. The fuck is Mike mad at? I think it will become really entertaining. I think we already have it. That it's just not a. Uh, not no. I think we should do an actual segment. Or I think I'm always so mad about stuff frequently that you have I don't enough. Even make note of it. You have enough. I mean, I don't think you. I, I really think that that we could do our podcast as we do, and then in the course of the part. So for the next segment, we're going to go to uh, whatever its name, and then you can just you don't even have to have notes. You just come off the top of your head because I figure you could just come off the top of your head with you know, and yeah. I, I could probably interject every so often, but. I think you can, but now I don't know. I work with so many fuck niggas. I think I can have one too as well. I think it has to be a it has to be a venting section on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think our podcasts are mostly venting anyway. But a real like in depth like what why the fuck are you pissed or who the fuck are you pissed at? There's always something, and I take it like I don't even really think about it. So like it's like I I, I think about it at the time, but like it, I don't linger on it. So like I don't. I don't come into the podcast with it, but if I actually made a note of every time something happened to irritate me, yeah, I'd have something every week, I'm sure. I'd have something every day. And I'm passionate about anything that irritates me. <laughs> yes, you are. You know. I take great enjoyment out of hearing it. Great enjoyment. So, some... um. Some uh, other little things that I want to touch on that are not podcast related, but um, I'm thinking about, uh, you saw me tweet about it. I'm thinking about writing again, like writing a blog again. Okay. Because I was, I was seeing like, oh, I tweeted that my fian- I asked my fiance what she thinks that I should, what would be a good career for me if I had to leave my current job. And she said something where you state your opinion and get to write a lot. And to me, that just sounded like a blog. And I thought, like, why don't I blog more often? And I have material for it all the time, and I just don't take the time to sit down and write it. But that's because for me, I can't just sit down and write. Writing is like, I don't want to say my passion, but it's something that, like, I put a lot into it. So, like, the blog that I wrote about my dad uh, in December was, like, it, it, was, it wasn't that long. It was long, but it wasn't, like, incredibly long. But... It took me way longer to write than it will probably look at if you read it. Right. Like if you read it, it don't look that long, but it took me way longer. It's because I put so much into it. So for me, I can't just sit down and write a blog and then go about my day. Like if I sit down and write a blog, it's gonna take me like two hours. You know, so I think that's how long why. though? I mean, because I, I I've done blogs for years. I'm not definitely I'm not great at it, but 
I do know that if you you have to have burst of like topics. You know what I mean? Something that's going to keep them the whole time. I think it's not, block blocks are almost like like resumes. Like if people don't seem interested in the first beginning of it, and if it's long, the chance of reading it is not as likely or whatever. But I think you, I think you do it. I mean, I think you're a far better writer than I am. So I don't, I don't think you have an issue with that. I've always, I've been thinking about trying to blog more, but I just don't. It's, I don't know. I have my spurts of wanting to do, but then I sit at the computer and I just be like, <laughs> Yeah, it's like you gotta have like that that passion, that trigger to to really want to put something down. And I have it. I just never think to do it. It's like I, I'll have the, I'll spend all day thinking about it, and then I get out work, and then I'm just like, I gotta. I gotta be a father. I gotta be a not a husband yet, but the same general role. You know, I gotta be a. I gotta play these other roles. You know, I, I get out work. I gotta you know get my son you know dinner. I gotta get him ready for school. You know, I gotta you know I got all kinds of other things that I need to do. So I don't think like I don't have time to just say let me devote two hours to writing a blog because that's probably how long it's gonna take. But I, I think at the same time that that might suit me. So I'm thinking about trying to. To rejuvenate that, especially since the the blog that I wrote with my dad got like such a crazy good response. Like I didn't expect it at all. It was just me taking time out to just get my thoughts onto I want to say on the paper, but like you know onto something. Just me getting my thoughts out, and it got it got a response. Like people were reading that that I would have never expected to read it. So it makes me think that like, I got an audience for my writing too. So I feel like if I did it, it could you know I could get some a good audience from it. It's just like, man, where do I find the time to do that? No, it, it's definitely hard. I don't know. I kind of thought about it. I've, I've seen a lot of blogs. Out, and it's it's crazy because blog, blogs and and podcasts have become, like, really, really popular. Um, and so it's, like, so many podcasts, especially amongst, like, black Twitter. Like, today I was reading about uh, an article saying, like, the most popular uh, podcast amongst blacks and, you know... Uh, I only recognized like two of them, which was uh, Doree and um, Combat Jack. Right. Uh, but two of my I, I, absolute favorite. Right, and I think those those are probably two of the best ones that I know of. There's some other ones, but <clears throat> it, you know, we, I think we have that you know that challenge now is to try to how to figure out how to make ours just as popular, being that we're not famous. Right. Because. Obviously, the Combat Jack show is famous, you know, and uh, um, Kid Fury and Crystal was Crystal's was was famous, you know, Twitter famous previous to the to the podcast, and now right. that just you just just pushed that you know um, up you know a hundredfold, and so how do you you know have something good and have a passion for it? Like you know, I think the the, the the thing I really like about us doing our podcast is that we actually like doing it, so it's not like a chore. Right. But at the same time, you, st- we, I still want us to be, you know, become. I don't say famous. I want I want it to become. I want more listeners. You know what I mean? I feel that we we have enough decent content that we can become that. But it's just hard to get in the market where everybody has a fucking podcast. You know, man. I've always felt like there's like a. A problem with wanting to be famous, right? But and man, I can't even lie, dog. Like, I feel like I would like that, man. Like, I feel like I, I do want to be famous. Like, I feel like I would handle it in a way that 
is bad but good. Like I'd handle it, but because I'd handle it like real. Right. Like I wouldn't be out here like, okay, what do I say that's proper? What's the thing, the right thing to say to the media? The right thing to say to Twitter people? Like I feel like I would just say whatever, and I feel like that's like needed. Right. Right. I'm not even really like I would. I feel like I'd be like a good famous person, except that I wouldn't because like I wouldn't say nice stuff. Right. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I have some. I have some ideas. I think that I push. To push the podcast, but I think James Whitted Jr. is a relative of yours. Yep. Oh, okay. He's the one that uh, that, uh told me about the Padron. Oh, okay. Oh, he commented on my picture in a cigar group of, of this cigar of the Padron cigar, which now you know I haven't said anything about this. this, this yeah, this, how is it? This is good shit. <laughs> this is good shit. <laughs> how do you uh? Yeah, cost some smoke. Ooh, shit. How do you uh compare it to the Provada? I might like it better than the Provada. That's what he says. He 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 was he said to the point where he said if I went and bought the cigar and I didn't like it, he'd give my money back. <laughs> and I was like, it gotta be a good cigar then, man. This is this is very it's a very, very strong cigar. Like, I'm, this is good. I'm mad they didn't it's, have it at, at Don because I would have definitely got one. I ended up getting this cigar instead, but I had then I had two cigars while I was there. The picture of it that I posted in the cigar group has 85 likes. Are you already. serious? And I just posted it. I posted it maybe. Well, I, I, it'll show. I don't think I have. Well, that I posted many, an hour. Ago. I don't think I have that many combined of all my posts. He's got. Well, it's got 86 likes in the in the group, and maybe about like 10 comments. Oh no, I didn't see view previous comments. Maybe like 15 comments, but yeah, I mean it's 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 a it's a really 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 good smoke. Yeah, like it's it's once you get used to smoking cigars, you can tell what's like. You could just kind of like just taste like higher quality, and like when we first started smoking cigars, we were like big on like acids and shit like that. And I still enjoy a good acid. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, think I ever will not. I'll still cop Cubas and 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 Taybacks. Taybacks to me to, to me Taybacks are still like those are the fucking truths, dog. Like Taybacks are great. I don't I don't get the the whole slander for infused cigars. Well, I say that what's name is pretty good too. Uh, um, the Nub Cafe ones. I haven't had that yet. That are uh, uh, kind of a fused kind yeah. of one. I can't remember the name of the one. Do you remember the one we had posted about? They have like they they were themed after beers, like craft beers. The the Drew Estates one. They were, oh, they were the Drew Estates. Okay, they were meant to be paired with specific beers. Yeah, right. I couldn't remember the Smoky name. Monk. That's what it was, man. Yeah. I should have been asking you that shit, because uh, I was thinking about that. And I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab me a few this weekend, um, but and I'll probably just wait to, uh, um, to the podcast next week. Um, See how the money shit play out over the course of the next week. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, say because we got to make decisions. Yeah, we definitely got to make decisions. <laughs> you got to be buying whatever. It's funny because my uh, my cousin who had told me about the the 1964 anniversary, he was like, you know, he was like, it was twelve bucks. So I'm like, all right, cool. So then I look online, it was like, for it was one place it was like twelve something, but then it was one place it was like fourteen dollars and something. I'm like, nigga, I need to know, right? Is it twelve dollars or is it fourteen? Is it twelve fifty or is it fourteen forty seven? Like, I need to know these because that's a difference. You know, my pockets is you these know, are important. My pockets are there to the point where I could just you know spring for an extra five six dollars. You know, you know, niggas just poor. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. But 
I want to, you know, get it because I definitely want to try it. I, I, you know, I actually say I, I'm probably going to try it before next week. I still haven't had anything that fucks with an actual Cuban Cohiba. That's still the best smoke I've had so far. But, like, of shit that we can get here right. easily, right. this is probably... This, I might put this better than a, than a Lighter Provada. That's what he said. a bad motherfucker. That's what he said, man. He said, I'm pissed because they didn't have it there. They had two... Two humidors there. They did not have the fucking uh, Patron there. That's interesting because these are pretty much any cigar place. I don't know. And, and, and it could have been I wasn't looking, but man, I swear, man, I looked. And I probably should have just asked, but I was, uh, I tried. I was, I was, well, I, I honestly, no, I take that back. I was still in, I was going at my normal price point, which right. was less than $10. Yeah, like I, I, so it needs to be a special occasion for me to spend what I spent for this. Like this was eighteen dollars for me, this one. Right, and right. like I need a special occasion for eighteen. And I have a special occasion, but I'm not going to talk about it right now. So, right, right. and and man was just you know getting getting a gig, and so I was going to get it, but I ended up getting one that was like six bucks, and then I ended up getting this. I forget the first enough, so I can't remember the name of it. But this uh, other one I got was this diesel one. Um, I never had to. I've seen diesel cigars, but I never got one. I got one that was like eight bucks, and then I bought this one. I think it was like seven bucks. Um, this one called the Inch. Uh, it's okay. Um, it's a lot more for. It's a lot better ones for seven bucks. I could spend though. So right. Um, so it's not like great or anything, but whatever. So, but that was that was our cigar portion of uh, the One of the podcast. <laughs> Alright, so uh, we're about to wrap up. Uh, any comments or questions, tweet them, email them. Uh, I'm going to try to... It's going to be a little harder for me to post a podcast at this point because normally when we record on Sundays, I don't have to be at work till noon on Mondays so I can take my son to school and then I can come back home and handle the podcast shit. Whereas right now, it's like, okay, when I get home, i got to go to bed and get ready for work in the morning. But... We work it out. I'll do what's necessary to get the podcast up at some point tomorrow. So, uh, well, whenever y'all listen to this, it doesn't matter when I got it up because <laughs> you're hearing it. But right, um, we'll try to a- get it up the next morning. Try to get them up on Thursdays consistently. If we're recording on Wednesdays, I, my 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 strategy for doing them like that is my goal is to just put the do the editing to where I get the podcast with the intro music and then I'll upload that to Dropbox and then I'll uh, actually download it from well, download it from Dropbox while I'm at work and then post it while I'm at work because posting it involves also like writing all the tags writing the description putting the picture uh, making sure that I post it to all of our post Tumblr and all right. that shit yeah so posting it is a process too so like if I do it all at once it might take like 30, 30, 40 minutes, and I won't have that tomorrow morning. But if all I got to do is like download it and then put in auto, Audacity and then add the music, I can do that pretty quick. All I got to do, and then set up the upload to Dropbox before I leave, and then I can finish the rest at work. So that's probably what I'm going to try to do in the morning. Make sure that I get it out tomorrow morning. Well, cool. Uh, like I said, you have all our info for. Our, our Twitter, our Facebook, um, email us, tweet us, Facebook us. If you have any questions, and we'll be back uh, next week.
Yep. Peace. Peace.